and welcome to Chess Talk, episode 110.3. What? Because this is the... Th that's, someone doesn't listen. It's... No, I on don't. On the bonus episodes, I don't want to label them an official number. So I enable mm -hmm. them a decimal. And this is the third, quote-unquote, like, off-season episode. So this is point okay. three. I just didn't get why it was point three because I was like, where are the two other bonus episodes that I missed? Ones with Derek that you didn't listen to. <laughs> no, I mean from after 110. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, the season has ended, but I like podcasts and I like having things be consistent. So we record extra ones without Eddie because schedules are hard and he likes to take a break and that's fine. So it's just me and Brantley. Nah. This is your first off-season episode. Yes, it is. No chessboard in front of you. How does it feel? Um, the same as always. Relaxed. We got some drink in us because we are recording at home, so we're able to drink. So that's nice. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about today? You tell me, Mr. Manager. I'm the opposite of a manager. How? Because I don't manage at all. I just deal. This is your show. I just deal with it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so today, because we have no one else to talk about it with, and we hate that, I hate it more than anybody. <laughs> uh, I finally got you to watch it. We are going to be going over Terrace House. And that's not Terra House or Terrorist House. It is Terrace did you just say terrorist house? Some people think that. Why? Some people think that because like if you say it too fast, it sounds really like terrorist house. I hear terrace. Because you know what it is. I know, but, but I've never know. once been confused about the name of this show. You'd be surprised. But there. Anyways, it is like a loft, and I watched this show. When did I watch this show? Like last year. Something like Early that, this right? year, I think. Early this year, yeah, yeah because the it ended October of 2016, so early this year, and there's another podcast I listen to called Rose Buddies, and they did an episode about it, and that really made me want to get you to watch the show so we could do our episode about it, because I thought that would be fun. Yeah. And you got into the show, and what do you think? I did not get into it at all. You love... At first, you hated it, right? Yeah, it was like, stupid. This is, this is dumb, and why are you making me do this? That was your initial thought. That is exactly what happened. And then what happened? Everyone is perfect, is what happened. <laughs> and then you noticed Mizuki. That's what happened. Shh. <laughs> we'll talk about her later. Um, everything goals. Okay. Here. Give me your description of Terrace House. I want to hear from your perspective. Right. So I've tried. I've had like a running description of it because I'm trying to explain to people why we're watching this show because it sounds dumb. Like, okay, so it's just like a Japanese reality show where six people, three guys, three girls live in a house and just like go about their lives as normal. They just live together. And, like, they all go there with the intention of, like, accomplishing something. And most of the time, it's, like, dating or making friends. So, that's pretty much so that's it. it. But it's different. 
It's not a. How is it different? It's not a normal show. <laughs> like, maybe because we're used to like American reality shows where everyone's kind of trashy and like the littlest thing causes like drunken fights where everyone's yelling at each other. But I mean, most of the fights on this show are based off of like pretty small stuff. Yeah, but they handle it like adults. Like they, most of the time. So at the very worst, they get like passive aggressive. And then uh-huh. someone is like, no, we need to talk about this. And they talk about it, and then they move on. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like nothing happens. That's what's great. But it's still so fascinating. So you like it, though? You recommend it? Absolutely. But I know it's not going to convince <laughs> anyone to watch it. I have tried. I think it is one of the best shows on Netflix, I think. Like, Netflix originals, for sure, and then just, like, in general, Netflix shows, because it's so easy to watch every other episode. It would end, and you would be like, wait, that was 30 minutes? And it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you <laughs> consider it a Netflix original? It is. It's a... But they sometimes, like, reboot these shows that have already existed on Netflix and call them Netflix originals when they've already existed. Like, would you consider... On the Wikipedia, it says, it premiered on Netflix as a Netflix original on September 2nd, 2015. But would you consider Arrested Development a Netflix original? Season 4, yes. But they they brand the whole show as a Netflix original. They brand Terrace House Boys and Girls in this city. As a Netflix okay. original. So this installment is what they're branding. But Arrested Development, they brand the entire show as a Netflix original, which I don't like. That's, yeah, that's not okay. true. <laughs> but this and Aloha State, which is the next installment of Terrace House, are Netflix originals because they are co-produced yeah. by okay. Netflix. I just wanted to clear that up. No, I think, yeah, it's easy to watch and it seems like it's a super dumb concept, which is why I think... It's so good. Like, it's such a basic concept where they try and keep as many hands off as possible. That's It leaves so much room for them to mm-hmm. do whatever they want mm-hmm. with it, you know? Which is good. <clears throat> Whereas if it's a reality show where it's like, all right, well, on this week, this is what happens. Like, with The Bachelor, it's like, in the final, like, four weeks, every single week, every season is the same because they have to yeah. do certain things. Whereas with Terrace House, it's like, Every single week, you have no idea. Yeah, because it's happen. not a like competition type show, which is what most American reality shows are. Is there's some kind of challenge involved, and every week there's an elimination, and like people just come and go as they please, and well, mostly everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in this show, it's like you said previously, they go in with a specific goal, whether it be making friends, getting a relationship started, or setting up a career mm-hmm. or furthering yeah. the studies and then typically after they accomplish that or fail to do that whatever the result mm-hmm. may be they leave except for one person we'll, we'll clear get it up him. just like starting a career most of the people that come on are like actors or aspiring actors or models or they want to be entertainers or idols so someone like Hansong he's the he is the enigma like, to me like he did we'll get, we'll talk about him later but like he had none of those goals i don't know why he wanted to go but i'm glad he did he explained why he wanted to go and that made sense to me you'll have to remind me okay um 
So I guess we'll just get into the show. We probably we're definitely going to be spoiling it. So if you care about spoilers and you start hearing us talk about someone that you don't recognize, just stop listening, I guess. Mm-hmm. But everyone should care about part, spoilers and not listen to this episode at all cuz you should just go watch it and then come back and listen to this. It is one of the most interesting experiments I would call it in reality television, even though it's been done before because there was previous terrace houses, but this is the most entertaining television I think there is mm-hmm. how, to watch. How many times have I cried watching it? I think you full on cried yeah. once, but you got teary eyed multiple times okay. watching it. Full on <laughs> cried definitely once. I would say maybe twice. But there were definitely times where, like, you were getting choked up and you were on the verge of crying. So good. On top of all the other differences, uh, as, like, there's no competition, you you can leave and join, like, at will. Like, there's no set time to leave. There was also the panel. And that is probably the best part of the show. Oh, yeah. Which is just six adults, usually. There's one teenager... And five adults, and the five adults are either like actors or singers and use case or models or just comedians. And they just cut between scenes of what's happening in Terrace House to this panel. And they bring color commentary and kind of explain like what is happening. And because since it's on Netflix now, they realize that there is a more global audience. And so they try to explain the Japanese traditions and customs yeah. and social there's definitely norms, cultural barriers that they really help break down like none of the drama would make sense to me because i'm not from japan but some of the things right. that they that are like present in their society aren't present in ours so it's like why are they getting mad about this oh well here's the panel to tell us why but it's usually in like a fun way usually in the best way mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think they start off pretty timid, I guess. Like, they don't want to go too crazy, but I feel like after, like, episode 20, they just kind of lose their minds. Uh. And just <laughs> and just start saying, like, especially you and Takui, they just start going absolutely insane. Is that how you say his make... name? Uh, I believe you, I just yes. never knew. I was always like, Tokwai. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's some some T O K U I. That's oh how it's spelled. But the two of them, <laughs> they're the oldest on the panel, yeah. and they just they just love role playing. They're like and they love- writing their own fan fictions every time. Like you said, like they'll watch a scene and it'll cut before like the resolution of whatever drama is happening, and they'll start like acting out like what they want it to resolve. Like, and they get so into character. The panel is either, like, it's 50-50. It's either them explaining why what's happening is happening, and the other half is them writing out live fan fiction of what they want to happen in the next couple of scenes. It's absolutely perfect. <laughs> Would you say it's one of your favorite shows that you've watched this year? This year, yes. Of all time, no, because <laughs> it's still dumb, but it's great. Is it dumb or is it perfect? It's quality television. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, so I think that's the most introduction the show needs. Like, if you've heard this, and this is enough for you to be like, okay, I want to watch this, like, please, like, stop listening. 
and go watch it because you just need to watch it and experience. It is 46 episodes, but they're only half an hour. Mm -hmm. So if you have the time, you could really realistically watch this in like a week. Yeah. And be all caught up. Oh, yeah. If I can watch seven seasons of How I Met Your Mother in one week, you could watch Terrace House in a week. Yeah. It's, it's only it's quote unquote two seasons. Better. This is better than any scripted like sitcom I've ever oh watched. My oh my god. Yes. Because it's unscripted, <laughs> it's like you can't make this stuff up. Like no one in their right minds mm. would write this like incident as an actual conflict for a regular sitcom. Like this it's just so meaningless. Like they wouldn't even consider it as an idea, but it's real life. That's why it's like they're actually fighting about this, but it's not even a fight. Okay, anyway, continue. Okay, so we'll probably go uh, off the first six. The first six that arrive, and it's always three girls, three guys. Anytime someone leaves, the same person of that gender joins the house because they want to keep the three-on-three kind of dynamic. Um, so we got Makoto, who is also known as Mako-chan. And he is the university student and baseball player. He is 22. There is Minori. He, or sorry, she is also in university, which isn't talked about. I didn't too know much. that. <laughs> <laughs> Minori. <laughs> yeah, and like we just finished watching it, I would say like a week ago. So it's pretty I fresh just finished watching it. Yeah, uh, I watched it a second time with Brittany. She is mostly a model, which is what mostly her story kind of deals with. She is 21. There is Yuki, who is also goes by Tap, and he is a... He doesn't go by Tap. He, the panel calls him Tap. If people say Tap, they know who they're referring to. But it's the panel that calls him Tap. No one in the house Lovingly. ever called him Tap. Lovingly. Okay, that's not the point. No one in the house ever called him Tap. Anyways, he is a tap dancer. Whoa. And he is 27, so he's like by far the oldest person in the first six. After him, there is Mizuki. She is... Bay. <laughs> she is an office worker, but she also works part-time at a coffee shop. And so the panel also seems to call her just barista, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. She is 22. There is Tatsuya, who goes by Uchi because his last name is Uchihara. He's a hairstylist and is very good at it. And he is 23. The way they and like talked about Uchi is that he's like kind of making a big name for himself at a really young age. Like he has a lot yeah, of like. Uh, I think. Go on. No, he just has like a lot of like elite clients. It sounds like. I just think that being a hairstylist is more of a big deal mm -hmm. in Japan. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he's working in such a small knit studio that they get to work more hands on with their clients, which helps him, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of why he has such a reach with his clients. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then finally, on the final or the first six, there is Yuriko, who is a medical student and she is 23. So that's who you start with. And it's a pretty wide variety. Like, there's only one model, which is nice, because later on, 
it's a lot of just like models and entertainers Mm -hmm. and things like that. (laughs) So the first six, I think is probably the most variety you will end up seeing. It is my favorite time in the house still. Really? Yes. The first six. Oh yes. Uh, So immediate spoilers, but even after Makoto leaves, like when it's the first six and Armin, you still like that or just the first six? I really like the first, like, nine episodes when, like, you really get a feel for the show, and then you start seeing, like, it's a good introduction to the culture and these people, and, like, all I can remember is Makoto being very shady, and Mizuki coming to his room and basically yelling at him. <laughs> Not like, yelling, let's, like, let's but, like, that... Japanese version of yelling. <laughs> Just sternly telling him like you did this and this was wrong and this is why it was wrong and i am mad at you yeah (laughs) that was pretty much what happened that's my version of yelling so yeah the first six like you said it's very much like the best introduction to the show there is no drama really at all there is some drama i'm compared to american television there is no drama yeah yeah (laughs) it is just like the most basic, banal stuff. It's just you getting used to the panel, you getting to know the characters, the people, what they do, how they interact with each other. It's them trying to feel out, like, okay, so we're all here, and we're all single, like, let's try and start dating. Like, Uchi, he immediately is like, okay, well, he gets a week off, and he's like, every every other day this week, I want to date one of the girls, and I want to, you know, see who I have the best connection with. And Uchi like week. That. Yeah, Uchi Week, which the panel isn't a fan of. Like, when Uchi was first on the show, they were not too happy with him. Yeah, they did not like him. (laughs) He seemed too cocky, which I think is funny, especially looking back on it. I think that's why I like that so much, because everyone's very different than how they first portrayed themselves. Because I think it's a lot of... Especially because this batch isn't a bunch of, like, models and entertainers. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to appear on camera, and so they're very guarded and shy at yeah. first. And then eventually, like, more mature people and used to cameras come on, and they just start, like, lashing out, showing, like, hey, this is who I am, and you just gotta deal with it. Yeah. Okay. So, for sure, your first, the first six is, like, favorite like peak terrace house not peak but like the most like sentimental i guess what is it because you have like nostalgia (laughs) yeah because like every time i go back and see pictures of all of them together or see a clip from the first few episodes it makes my heart like oh better times simpler times i get that for sure like Mm -hmm. when you go into netflix and the title or the thumbnail is like the first six sitting at a table. I'm just like, oh man, simpler times. Yes. No meat was stolen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um Do you have anything specific about the first six that you wanted to bring up? Um, I know that we'll probably talk about this later, but one of the first six is one of your favorites, and I completely disagree. Um, we'll talk about it later. I just want you to know, like, oh, don't like it. <laughs> Who? Just tell me. Tap. He made Mizuki cry. And that <laughs> and is that where is... I wrote him off. 
That is irredeemable. To yes, you. he made her cry. He... Okay, so Tap, again, is the oldest, and he is very goal-based, very dream and aspirations-focused, and he just... He, he's... Obviously, he's very awkward. They're all pretty awkward. He started a conversation about everyone's dreams and what he wanted everyone to achieve because he thought it would be good for the entire house to all be working towards something and for everyone to help each other out. And Mizuki starts talking about her dream of opening a shop and having her own like coffee store and what she wanted to sell. And as soon as she finished, Tap was just like, yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Like, it doesn't seem clear at all. I don't really get what you're trying to do. Which I don't crying. understand. Like, what is not clear about that? <laughs> All she said was, I want to open a coffee shop. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> He's just... I don't think it was too clear, I guess. I don't know. He probably wanted, like, specifics, and she didn't know, because how are you supposed to know exactly what you want to do? Mm-hmm. But she's just... I like, think it's I mean, more of a plan than being a tap dancer. Right, and that's all he's ever done, so mm-hmm. that's that's his idea of a dream. Mm-hmm. And Let me just explain. Mizuki is probably the most wholesome person to ever grace the presence of this house in the show. <laughs> I thought um, you were going to say this earth. Yes, that too. <laughs> like, I want people to understand why I'm defending her so much with this stupid like conversation. It's and because- another aspect of that is the one time where you were definitely crying your eyes out is when Mizuki left, and Don't... you couldn't handle it. No, I'm still upset. <laughs> she is... Oh, she is very pretty. She is very sweet and kind. She is like the bigger sister to all the other girls that come through the house. She's very supportive of everyone. You know, like all the other girls that went on dates, she like did their hair for them, and was being very encouraging. But then every time she was supposed to go on a date or something, she would get like passed up for it, or like someone else would come along and like the guy would completely lose focus of her, and oh, just broke my heart. So that's why I defend <laughs> Mizuki. Yeah. So she's she is. I feel like she was just there at the wrong time. If she had shown up in the middle of the show, it probably would have ended up better for her. Because she was there looking for, like, a boyfriend. Like, she had her career. She was home at school. Like, she was just single for, like, a year. And she was just trying to find a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And the, sh- the first six, and then the guy that showed up after, uh, Makoto, spoilers. The first six and the guy that showed up after just didn't do it for her. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like if she had showed up, Maybe later towards the end, like around when Rico showed up or something, mm-hmm. maybe it would have ended better for her. But who do you oh. think like would have been a good match for her? The only person I can think of is Hansan, but he had a girlfriend. Well, spoilers. Again, I, we can only say spoilers so much. Like we're gonna mm-hmm. st- we're gonna start deviating from the first six now. Like I think there isn't too much you can say about the first six because. Not too much notable happens. Mm-hmm. It's when other people get introduced to whoever's left from the first six where drama starts. Oh, yes. So I th- I think Mizuki would have been fine with Armin. Mm-hmm. Like, they were good. They seemed to get along really well. They were both sporty. They were both athletic. They both liked going outdoors and stuff. It's just because Arissa showed up and 
Armin was more physically attracted to her, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he lost sight of Mizuki because he was like, hey, let me try and date Arisa and see how that goes. If it works, like, I'll keep going with that. If it doesn't, I still have Mizuki. Which is so shitty. It's a house built on dating other people. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's shitty. It's just someone else showed up, so he's going to go pursue that. That's all. He was never committed to Mizuki. He went I know. On one date with her. What I that think is it. bad is that he thought that if you're trying to say he thought that Mizuki will be there if I don't if this doesn't work out, like that's bad to me. I don't. Obviously, I don't know what Armin is thinking. It's just why not? <laughs> <laughs> why don't I know what Armin's thinking? Yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> um. Anyways, if Mizuki had showed up after Arisa. I think she would have been much better. She probably would have started dating Armin and things would have gone much differently for her and Armin, respectively. But yes, Armin. We've been talking about him. He is the first new member because Makoto leaves because he's pretty stupid and I don't like him very much. (laughs) That's why he leaves? Because you don't like him? Because I specifically do not like him. He leaves. (laughs) But he leaves because he messes up his whole baseball career. Who cares? Again, like, if you... Or new to the show, and you've still been listening, even though we said spoilers. That's your fault. I don't really care. Armin shows up, and he is half Iranian, half Japanese, but he lives in Hawaii. So he spent the first 10 years of his life in Japan, so he's fluent in Japanese still. And then he moved to Hawaii, and that's where he spent the rest of his life. So he knows Farsi from his Iranian heritage, he knows Japanese, and he knows English. So he's a pretty versatile person, and he shows up, and he just kind of chills <laughs> for a year in yeah. Japan, yeah. which is awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I like the way Griffin on Rose From Buddies. Rose Buddies, yeah. I like the way he described it. He's like, so my dude Armin shows up and just doesn't leave. <laughs> he just never leaves, and it's awesome. <laughs> Because, again, like we've been saying, people show up with like a goal or wanting to start dating someone, and then as soon as that either succeeds or fails, they kind of leave. Or, and he shows yeah. up with a goal of becoming a firefighter, which doesn't really make sense. And is he never works to do that, mm-hmm. and he doesn't stop living at the house. He tries to date pretty much every girl that comes into the house, <laughs> and it doesn't really work out. And he doesn't ever leave. And I think it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. He's very chill. in the, Like, he just doesn't let things get to him. Yeah, like, he's never at the center of drama. He'll be involved in it. Mm-hmm. But he is never, like, the cause or the catalyst of said drama. Which is yeah. cool. Our, I know you took a while to warm up to Armin. Mostly because of Mizuki. <laughs> you were so jilted by the fact that he didn't choose her. That you yeah, were like... he was dumb. He missed out on a great woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ, great what? woman! <laughs> I follow her on Instagram. I know. <laughs> oh, you're terrible. <laughs> How am I terrible? <laughs> so obsessed. I just think she's cool. Whatever. Armin shows up first, and then. After that, Yuriko leaves because she is a med student. And the worst. 
<laughs> she's a med student and she is about to start being a resident, I believe. And so she can't really stay at the house because she won't have time for anything else. Mm-hmm. So she wants to leave and that leaves Tap kind of in the dark because he spent almost his entire time there trying to date her and get to know her. And since it failed, like he's just like, well, I don't really have anything now. And as soon as Armin showed up, Arissa showed up. So Armin and Arissa started, you know, hitting it off. And so Tap was like, all right, well, there's kind of no one here because at the time Uchi and Minori were also hitting it off. And him and Mizuki never really on camera tried to date. Mm-hmm. And so I would assume they just like talked it out and they were like, we just don't want to. Yeah. And so this is the first time like two people leave is because at the end of the first 18 episodes, it was supposed to end, but the ratings are obviously good enough. They extended it another 18 weeks. So we get 36 episodes. And so Mizuki and Tap at the same time are like, well, you know, we wanted to say the first 18 weeks. We're going to say the first 18 weeks and then nothing's really happening here for us. So we're going to leave. So that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And insert Brittany crying. Shut up. I never well, aren't, cried. You, aren't you glad that she left when she did and didn't just like stick around and quote unquote be passed up on? I would have been even more upset, so yes. Well, looking back on it, is there anyone else besides Armin that you would have wanted Mizuki to been with? I need to look up people. Alright. There is Hikaru. No. There is Hansan. Yes. You want Hansan to be with everyone and yourself. Yes. There is Hayato. Meh. And there is Yuki. Those are the only other guys. Really? Yes. That's so weird. It was a lot of girl switching out. I don't know. Yeah. It's because Armin permanently took a spot. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like Mizuki pretty much had Armin as like a last chance and then everyone else doesn't really make sense. Yeah. She left when she needed to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're just trying to come to terms with it yourself. Mm-hmm. So do you want to get into top three, or do you want to talk about, like, noticeable moments, or do you want to do Whichever. top three and then noticeable moments? Whichever. Um, Let's do top three, then. Okay. Okay, so top three girls. Your top three girls. Should I do three, two, one, or one, two, three? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, I haven't really thought much about the girls because it's always just been Mizuki. <laughs> <laughs> three, two, one. Mizuki, Mizuki, Mizuki. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, this is hard. Do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I can go. Yeah. Um, I'd probably do... Again, I'm, I don't know how many times I'll say spoilers, but uh, Masoko or Martha, mm-hmm. and then Momoko mm-hmm. or Momo-chan, and then Mizuki. That would probably be my top three. That's different than the last time we talked about this. What was what was my top three last time? I can't remember. It was... I don't remember the third, but I know Natsumi was there. So it was probably Momo-chan, Natsumi, and Mizuki. Okay. Yeah. And I would I would stand by that too. Yeah, okay. I'll stick with that one then. So Momo Chan, Natsumi, Natsumi and Mizuki. And Mizuki. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Why? Uh, Momo-chan, because I think she was... She showed up after, like, a bunch of drama had been happening, and she was just, like, this most, like, pure and innocent person that has ever been on the show. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to have someone just kind of be chill and just show up and be the most goal-oriented, which was kind of a bad thing, because mm-hmm. she was never on the episode. Like, she would show up for the end-of-the-night stuff, where she would be like, oh, yeah, I just got home. Like, hey, hey, there's dinner? Cool, cool, cool. And then that was it. Like, that's all you would see her the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Then on the flip side of that, Natsumi, she showed up when everything was kind of chill to a fault, and she showed up and was just like, hey, like, this thing is not good, and if you guys keep avoiding the issue, we are never going to be anything other than, like, housemates. It's like, if you want to be friends, we need to argue and figure things out so we know how to handle each other. Mm-hmm. And she was very blunt and just upfront with people, and it was a good change of pace compared to everything else that was happening at that time. And then Mizuki, because everything else we've said. Yes. <laughs> ah. That's my top three. Okay. I was thinking the same, honestly. I mm-hmm. couldn't decide between Momo-chan or Mizako, Martha. Yeah. But I'll switch it up and say Martha because I feel like she had more of a presence, even though they were there the same amount of episodes. Um, so she was actually at the house. She was actually then. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did like I like wholesome people like Mizuki and Momo Chan, but Martha right. wasn't not wholesome. She just had it. You can't, she was, you can't be more wholesome than Momo Chan and exactly. Mizuki. It's just yes. impossible. Yeah. I liked Martha because she seemed a little more she seemed like a more friendly version of Natsumi. She didn't have as many edges as Natsumi. Yes. But, but I love be... Natsumi. Yeah. Martha could be blunt, but still be courteous about it. Like, she would get her feelings across, no question, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't piss you off in the totally. making of that. She was better with articulating her problems and her issues yeah. with things without offending people. Which is another interesting thing about this show, is that they keep referencing Natsumi and the region of Japan she's from. I can't remember what it is. Kansai? Kansai? Kansai, and she's from Osaka. Yeah, yeah. And they keep saying that, like, that is just the Kansai region. It's like, they're all like that. Uh Which is interesting when you're not from Japan. Like, oh, wait, like, is that a thing? Like, Uh you hear about the South in America and you think, like, oh, hospitality and, like, thick accents and very Or racism. (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that. And then in Japan you hear Kansai and you're like, oh, they're super blunt. They don't have social skills. And it's just another thing about the show that makes it interesting. It's just stuff that you would never even think about as an issue comes up and they have someone there to explain it to you. So that's your top three. Yeah. So why do you like Natsumi though? I don't want to say because she caused the most drama, but she caused the most drama. (laughs) I never thought like, there's probably one time I thought she was in the wrong though. Right. But, oh, She's just the most honest person that's been there, I think. Like, um, if she didn't like wanna... something, she will tell you she didn't like it. When do you think she was in the wrong? We can go into that. I think she was in the wrong when... Okay, so 
At some point, we get two people named Hikaru and Mizaki. And it's a girl and a guy, obviously. They start dating a little bit, just hanging out, going on dates, not officially in a relationship, because that's a clear distinction in Japan. Like, you go from going on dates to being in a relationship. And you don't, like, hold hands, you don't do anything very, like, people in America will do a lot of stuff before they're officially in a relationship, and in Japan, that's just, like, unheard of, or inappropriate, I guess. And Mizaki decides to buy some, like, pajamas, but they're, like, sexy pajamas, and she's very- Loungewear. Loungewear is what they call the subtitles say. She wears loungewear, and- She's very awkward about this situation by just, like, going... Yes, she's very awkward. But she goes into the living room where Hikaru is and just sits down on the couch and stares at him while she's wearing this loungewear. And he's obviously uncomfortable. But she's... She's immediately like, what is going on? Like, what are you doing and wearing? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, he knew that she was just being awkward and wasn't like, oh, you look nice. He was like, this is weird. Stop. And... Mizaki got upset about it and talked to Natsumi and Rico, I think, was in the house at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rico had just shown up. At, at yeah. And Rico was the one that told her to do this, right? Didn't they go shopping uh, together? Yeah. She wanted her to show off her feminine side. Yeah. So she tells Natsumi and Rico that she's upset about how he reacted and they're both on our side, which it seems like. But then they all go out to dinner, and Natsumi's, like, leading the conversation, trying to talk to the guys about, like, what kind of girls they're interested in. And then she directs it at Hikaru, and is like, how do you feel about girls wearing loungewear? Just in no. front of everyone. She first was like, what do guys like to see on girls? Mm-hmm. Like, do guys like specific outfits? And then she was like, she didn't say Hikaru, she was just like, how do you guys feel about loungewear? That's like, do you mm-hmm. guys like loungewear? And then she was like, what about you, Hikaru? Do mm-hmm. you like loungewear? Mm-hmm. Like, I can see where she was trying to go with it. She was not the best at executing it, but she was trying to help Mizaki in just a very awkward way. I just feel like she was very unaware of how embarrassed Mizaki already was for that situation. And it was like poking the bear. If Mizaki was someone with a little more self-confidence at the time, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a big deal. But because Mizaki was so like insecure and she felt uncomfortable doing it, the fact that Natsumi called attention to it made her just like crumble immediately. Yeah. But as a girl, when someone who says they're your friend makes you feel uncomfortable like that, like that sucks. Yeah. No, I get it. It's mm-hmm. just... Natsumi wasn't trying to be mean. She mm-hmm. just wasn't good at being a friend in that Yeah, moment. that's the thing about Mrs. Or Natsumi that made people not like her is that everything came across as having bad intentions, but she really didn't, and she just didn't know how to convey that to people. Right, which is what Hansan was kind of like the perfect mediator for. Hansan. I guess that's... <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about your top three? girls or do you want to just move on to the top three guys? all i want to say is give natsumi a chance <laughs> she's not yeah, that she's, bad on the subreddit she's pretty polarizing but mm-hmm. i think she's fine she's very fun to watch oh yeah 
Like, she brought some of the most, like, interesting situations out. Yeah, exactly. So, top three boys. You go first. So, yeah, top three boys. Um, this is easier, I believe, for me. And number three, tap, which is who you definitely don't agree with because of that one instance. I just found him completely annoying. The Costco incident was hilarious because, oh, because he was the worst. He, I think Tap has to be on there because he created that most entertaining bit of television that wasn't drama. Mm -hmm. It was just like train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. Like him and Yuriko, like he would try and date her and it seemed to go well and he was getting these signals that conveyed like oh like things are going good and then she would just come out of nowhere and be like oh yeah i i i'm definitely not into you i'm going after this guy and he would just like have to take it and then arisa showed up and he tried to pursue her and it was just like this awkward mess of her being too polite and him not being forward enough Uh uh-huh i just think he's very entertaining on the show and he is very good at what he does Mm mm-hmm so then there's Hansan, which is <laughs> that should say enough. He is referred to as Mr. Perfect on the show. God, he is perfect. <laughs> if if anyone, oh, Trendle's reaction to him at all times is just the best representation of who he is as a person. Just every time there's anything like if they're talking about him in a positive way which is every single time she just has like her head in her hands and she's just like looking like dreamily into the camera like picturing her with Hansan like mm-hmm. that is Hansan mm-hmm. and if he didn't have a girlfriend i think that would have been like the he would have been the craziest person of the show because i feel like everyone would have jumped on him and oh yeah to him I mean, even though he had a girlfriend, Natsumi was interested in him. She was interested in him, but he was so steadfast about having a girlfriend, which yeah. is why he's Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Like, nothing was ever gonna come about. Yeah, ever. and she never, like, made any moves, but she, like, at one point it sounded like she was like, yeah, he has a girlfriend, but I don't really care. But then she never did anything. She said, he has a girlfriend, but that's not gonna stop my feelings, that's all. Yeah. And the panel trying to play it out to be like, oh, like, she's going to try something. It's like, no, she's just saying, like, he has a girlfriend, but if I start to get a crush on him, like, I'm going to have a crush on him. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, number one, why you got to even ask? My boy, Armin. Armin. He is just on too long. Like, you can't not like him by the end of it. Like, even if he seems kind of, like, plain and whatever at the start, by the end, like, you kind of get, he's just very laid back and humorous, and he's just there to kind of chill and experience Japan and meet friends along the way. Yeah. Which I think is, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like Armin. Yeah, you came around. You were, like, I did. super hesitant. I but did. I think by about, like, episode 35, like, you were, like, Team Armin, for mm-hmm. sure. What about you? You got a top three, boys? Yes. So, number three... Yuki Burns. Barnes. Burns. Burns. Yuki. uh, Mostly because he's just really dumb. But in the (laughs) most, like, harmless way. Like, he provided... He was my tap to you. Like, he just provided some of the most entertaining moments to me. Just like... like, He would say stuff, and it was 
terrible because we, the audience, knows like what's going on at the house in total. But he wouldn't know, and so he would just say stuff, and you'd be like, "God damn it, Yuki, why'd you?" Say well, what's that? the specific incident? Uh, or there incident. was like multiple. There was when he was trying to get his driver's test, and it was like a big thing with him and Mizaki, and he passed, but he didn't want to tell you. He wanted to oh, be yeah. a surprise, and he was. She like asked him straight up because everyone knew when he was going to get his results, and it was the day he was getting his results. And she straight up asked him like, "Hey, like, did you pass or what?" And he was like, "I will tell you some other time." <laughs> and she was just like, "Okay, I'm going to bed then." Yeah. And and everyone was like, "Dude, like, she knows you got your results. Like, why are you trying to surprise her?" And he's like. Oh my god. <laughs> that was pretty much his reaction to anything. Which is why I love him. My The moment I was talking about though is when Martha comes to the house Armin is immediately like yeah, I like her. She's pretty. But she likes Hayato. But Hayato and Rico kind of have a thing. But that doesn't stop Martha from like trying to pursue him. And so Martha goes to lunch with uh, Hayato and then she tells um, Yuki and Mizaki about it because she probably is close to them. And then later in the day, Martha and Armin are in their living room with Mizaki. And then Yuki comes home and he's like, Martha, how'd your date with Hayato go? Even though they all know that Armin likes her. Martha even and knows. Doesn't, and Armin doesn't know that they went on a date. Yeah. And so Armin's sitting there like shocked by this news but trying to like not react to it because... He's in the living room with everyone, and everyone's just kind of staring at Yuki, like, shut up. Like, Martha's like, what do you, it wasn't a big deal, just whatever. But he's like, no, but, like, how did you guys talk? And she's just like, it was fine, don't worry about it. And he's like, and Mizaki is basically just like, let's go upstairs. (laughs) Let's leave. And then she explains to him, what are you doing? That was dumb of you. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) And he's just so, like, pure to me. Yeah, like, Like, he's just, like, the epitome of goofball. (laughs) He's just kind of dumb, but, like, in a cute way. Right. That's why I like him a lot. Yeah. He never does anything, like, bad, like, inherently bad or malicious. He just, like, does something dumb, and people are like, you're really dumb, and he's like, I know... Which is good because, again, everyone leaves eventually, like, Hansan leaves, and the very same episode, Yuki shows up. So it's, like, a nice way to bridge mm-hmm. the gap. It's like, you have Mr. Perfect, and then instead of getting, like, some shit bag, you get Yuki, who's just, like, lovable goof, and so, like, he's easy to latch onto after Hansan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, Yuki's number so- three. Number mm-hmm. two. This is hard. <laughs> It's like a tie. Can it be a tie? Or... No. No. I don't know. Pick one. I can't. Number two. What does your heart tell you? <sighs> right now. Armin. Okay. So Armin's number two. Yeah. Just mostly because I got to know him. Like, he was there the longest. and. How many episodes would you guess he was on? 36. You just know that, or you're on Wikipedia? I'm on Wikipedia right now. You fucker. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then, who's their number one? Spoilers, I guess. Ha- oh my god, who's gonna see it? Hansan! 
Mr. Perfect. Again, this is another person you were skeptical about, but yeah, because like for way shorter, like because immediately the panel loves him. Like the yeah. first like thirty seconds, they love him. Yeah, at first I was like, he seems like different than most of the people. Like I didn't really know what to think, and then when you got to know him, I was like, everything he says should be like embroidered on a pillow. <laughs> Like, it's so, like... You should cuddle his words. Yes, it's so, like, heartfelt and not cheesy, but, like, genuinely, like, good advice that he gives to all these people that he meets that are, like, become his friends. And, oh, he was a hard one to leave. You were... That was probably, like, the second time you just, like, full-out cried, almost. Yeah, I told you I cried twice. Yeah, you were... If you didn't cry, I can't remember if you cried... But you were very close. Oh, yeah. I don't think I was drunk enough that night. (laughs) I was absolutely drunk when Mizuki left. That's why I bawled. (laughs) It was just too hard to deal with. Yes. But yeah, Hansan shows up, like, again, when Natsumi is there. So there's a whole bunch of drama spewing. Oh, yeah. He's there in, like, the heart of the drama. And he is, again, he has a girlfriend. So he's not trying to date anyone, which helps. And so he's just the most, like non-partisan person in every single drama fight argument whatever he's just there and he's like you this is what you did wrong and like he looks over to the other person's like this is what you did wrong here is what is causing the conflict and this is what you guys need to do to fix it because he is the same age as tap he's uh 27 when he enters the house and so he just shows up and he's like this is why you young 20 year olds are having these arguments and i know how to fix it and this is how you fix it but it never comes across as condescending. No, he's never patronizing or anything. He's just like, hey, like, if you guys want to fix it, like, this is what I've learned to do, so try this. Mm-hmm. And it always works. Yeah. Always works. Always works. He's <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. And he just works so hard. He's an architect. And he works all the time, but he's always, like, trying to do things for other people in the house. Like, he helps out. Arissa with her like exposition or whatever exhibition mm-hmm. and like like didn't even like give it a second thought she was like hey could you give me some advice and he was like oh I'll build you these things how about that <laughs> like it's absolutely perfect and everyone's very good about helping each other out in other aspects as well yeah yeah he's he's wonderful number one <laughs> so that's your top three boys yes my couldn't decide between Armin and Uchi. Oh, really? Yes, I like Uchi. I think he's very whatever. At the towards the end, the last couple episodes he's on, I believe he because sh- he finally shows him being a person, which is nice. Yeah, that's why. Like, I always liked him. I thought like I could see through his little cocky thing that the judges weren't a fan. Not judges, the panel wasn't a fan <laughs> of, and. Like, I knew that he wasn't this, like, playboy that he was trying to seem like. He really was sensitive and genuinely yeah. awkward around girls, but it was trying to come off like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I very yeah. much liked Uchi. He he was cool. Um, I just feel like the first ten or so episodes... There's not really much going on with him, just like Uchi Week mm-hmm. kind of happens. Yeah. It's yeah. when he and Minori, like, start dating that... Spoilers. Again. Yeah. To stop saying spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, it's when they start dating that 
I notice like a change and there's more drama, mostly because they're a weird couple. Right. Yeah. And as soon as they start dating is pretty much when Natsumi shows up, so she's there to watch them like go from friends to dating and be like, this is a weird couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been recording for almost an hour. Yeah. So do you have anything else you really want to go into with the show or do you just kind of want to... Let's just pick yeah. like our favorite moments. One. One each. Favorite moments are probably... I mean, I gotta mention the amusement park date. It's, oh yeah, it's just so Armin. At, it is Armin at his best. It is when Arisa had just kind of showed up and they had started hitting it off. They were dating pretty consistently, and Arisa and Armin had agreed to go to an amusement park date after one of his boxing matches. And Armin forgets about it because it was set up like a couple of weeks in advance, and so he goes out to a party the night before, and he gets trashed. And he is on the couch trying to sleep off his hangover when Arisa shows up at, like, noon, which is kind of the standard wake-up time, I guess, in this fucking household. It's weird. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, up, like, is... at 1 o'clock in the morning, like, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah, and then they wake up at noon, and they're like, hey, good morning, good mm-hmm. morning. Um, so Arisa wakes him up and is like, hey, like, are we still going to the amusement park? And you see him, like, open his eyes, and they're just bloodshot. <laughs> and he's still wearing the clothes from the night before. And he's like, yes, give me like a minute. At I first he was there. like, what are you talking about? And she's like, we have a date today. And he's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So he attempts to get ready. And then they go to the amusement park. And he spends the entire day like going from ride to the bathroom to ride to the bathroom. Just like vomiting constantly. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just like one of the funniest yet like nicest things because he doesn't want to be like no I don't want to go on a date with you because he very much likes Arissa mm-hmm. and he wants to like continue and so he wants to go on the date but he feels so shitty <laughs> oh yeah and the panel just like destroys him over it because mm-hmm. they do not like Armin for the majority of the show mm-hmm. and so anytime he shows anything like at fault with him they just go into it so I think this is like just a perfect example of like the show like awkward date because someone just messed something up terribly and they don't want to admit it and the panel just like pouncing on the mess up mm-hmm. their but commentary that, just makes things so much funnier yeah they, they're just like the perfect color commentators i wish they could comment on stuff that happens in my life yeah <laughs> i need a little perspective yeah. what about you number one moment there's so many like, if you had to get someone into the show and you could show them, like, a scene or, like, an episode revolving around one incident, what would it be? Um, probably the Costco incident. <laughs> Costco. Costco. So, so, Yuki, Tap, or first Yuki that comes to the house. Yeah, Tap. Tap asks Arissa on a date, and I think he more frames it as, let's hang out, and she's a very nice person. For the most They're part. all very nice. She's very <laughs> she's nice. she's very polite and doesn't speak her mind. So she agreed, even though she wasn't very interested in him, she was definitely interested in Armin. So they go to some restaurant, they're hanging out, and he's trying to like hint towards like I'd like to go on more dates with you and she's like, Oh, I'd like to hang out with everyone too. Yeah, that'd be great. 
trying to be polite. And she mentions that she's wanted to go to Costco because they got a Costco in Japan. And he says, oh, we could drive the car there. And she goes, we could drive with everyone. And he's like, yeah, we could we could go to Costco. She's like, we, I want to go with everyone. And it's just the most cringy. Like, I felt like I was watching, like, a Japanese version of The Office. Where, like, she was trying so hard to be nice to re- by rejecting him. But he just... And he just wasn't. He wasn't getting it. Getting it. Like, <laughs> no, neither of them were at fault, but neither of them were, like... Uh, it was just the most precious moment of cringe and it was quality television. You can't write that kind of TV. Right. Like, like it's just that people is trying just, to interact. Mm-hmm. That is the best example of the show for me because it's just no one would write that in a show. Because it just seems so stupid. It's like why would they have such a misunderstanding and involve like Costco in it? It's because they're human. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's so nothing, but it's fabulous. Perfect. I love the Costco yeah. incident. Yeah. It's, it's fairly early on, too, so it's nice. Yeah. It's definitely not, like, the most dramatic episode by any means. There are mm. so many more incidences that cause, like, actual fights that are a lot more interesting, but that's my favorite. Which is fair, because it's, like... That's definitely one of the most memorable things oh, because yeah. they reference it like later on in the show. Like the panel like brings up Tap and Costco like more than once after he's left. Which oh yeah, is really nice. So you got anything else you want to say? You just want people to watch it at this point. If I just want more people to watch it. it so I can talk about it with more people, because <laughs> I feel like I, I've only been talking to you about it and everything we've said. I've already talked to you about, but I want someone else's like opinion on it. No offense. No, I get it. Yeah, you want everyone included with you. Yeah, I want to share it. Yeah, want to share this it. cringy piece of garbage that's amazing. I've described it because we call it trash TV because that's most reality TV. But this is the trash that has just been put at the very top of the trash can that isn't part of the trash. So mm-hmm. it's like the peak of trash. Like it is barely <laughs> trash. It trash. is the top tier trash. It's fresh trash. The freshest of trash. I love it. Are you excited to watch Aloha State eventually, or are you hesitant? I don't know. I keep going back and forth because I got so attached to these people that I don't want to see new people. Panel is the same. I, I know. That. I know. Have you started watching it at all? I've seen the first eight episodes. That's it. Oh, jeez. Yes. Is it interesting? I don't want to get into it. Is it worth watching? I Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in Terrace House on this uh, bonus episode? or? No. I, I could go on and on. Well, you're not allowed to do that. I know. I just don't want to get too into things because I just want people to, like, experience. Yeah, it's one of the shows where if you get stuff spoiled, like, we haven't even really touched on it, but the last ten episodes, I think, of this show were just insane. As far as Terrace House goes, like, it's the most, like, insane stuff that happens. Yeah. I wanted to bring it up because it's one It's one of my favorite moments, you know, and Yuki reveals better. everything, basically. But 
but it's just better if you just experience yeah, it. Yeah, like, because you'll you go back and think, it. how did I miss this? How did I not yes. catch on? Yes. Like, it's unheard of by, yeah, like... The, the panel is, like, completely, like... This is the first in Terrace yeah. House history that this has happened. And they don't know how to handle it. They're no. almost, like, mad they're, about it. Like, they, they're mad, but I think they get over it. <laughs> yeah, like, by the so... end, Trendle's like, I really hope it works out. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else is just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's Terrace House, and that is our take on it, and our favorites of the bunch. Absolutely. Anything else you want to say, Brantley? This is your first bonus episode. How would you compare it to a regular oh, This is the most I've episode? talked. I know, because it's just you and me, and I can't do all of the talking. I mean, you could. I would hate that. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, anything else you want to say, or are you good to go with that? Okay. I want to watch Top Model again. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going to continue watching more trash, and this will probably, this will probably come out on Wednesday, but we'll see how fast I edit it. Um, so, if it comes out on Wednesday the 16th, then maybe there will be another bonus episode before the next season of Chess Talk starts. If not, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. And anything else, Brittany? Meh. Alright, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.